The Get Better podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The opinions expressed are those of the participants. Please remember to gamble responsibly. Welcome to Get Better Podcast for October 17th. Uh, we're talking props today. Uh, I'm Troy Gubb. I'm here with my co-host, Luke Boone. Luke, how you doing? Good, good. I'm excited to uh, talk about props. This is a fun one. Uh, I know we did say that we were going to be most entertainment and not a lot of analytics, but this could be one week where we dive a little in the analytics, but it's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. Yeah, props so exciting. You know, like uh, we're going to get really into more of the in-game yardage type type props today. Uh, props are super exciting. You know, you can do the the coin toss, or you can get really deep into the weeds. Today, we're going to get a little bit more into the weeds, not the uh, who's going to win the face-off type. Um, but the big thing with props is that, you know, you don't have to worry so much about the score of the game. It's that in-game aspect that uh, keeps you entertained when you if, when your team is losing. Um, yeah, it's, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's you know, it's, it's one of the unique things about about uh, betting props is that it really doesn't matter the outcome of the games. You're going to bet on a particular instant, and I think, you know, it's funny. The there's a there's a really cool story around the origin. Maybe it's not the origin, but how props grew in popularity. Yes, the fridge. Is, yeah, the fridge. The 1986 Super Bowl. Uh, Chicago Bears, Patriots. William Perry, uh, defensive <laughs> lineman, but he he was being used close to the goal line as a fullback. Uh, he was a big, big boy to drive it in, but there's a really, really cool story um, uh, around around sort of uh, how that prop was developed and how it just kind yeah. of took off. There, I know you've got a little bit on it's, that too. It's hilarious. It's uh, yeah. So he's 340 pounds. You know, the refrigerator Perry. He's he's there to play defense, but you know, Buddy Ryan, like such a ruthless guy, was not really fond of playing this guy at all. But Dicta was. So you know, whenever there were short yardage, they'd throw him in as fullback. So one game he during the regular season he scored three touchdowns in the game. So uh, the way it goes is the Caesars Palace decided to create the very first Super Bowl prop bet. Uh, they set the odds at twenty to one that would would the fridge score a touchdown. Everybody bet yes. <laughs> Everybody was on it. Let Everybody the big bet yes. Rumble. So much betting was on the yes that it dropped down to two to one. Uh, they lost like one hundred twenty thousand dollars. This is nineteen eighty six. Uh, but from there, you know, prop betting was born. Yeah, and that and that's really weird. Like it took off in terms of popularity. Now you can bet like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of props um, uh, throughout throughout a given game and on a given week. So uh, and and like you said off the top, you can bet anything. You can bet coin toss. You can bet like um, anthem uh, length in terms of, of how long the, uh, the performer sings for. Oh, There's so that. many different ones, and some of those are like 50-50 chance, and they're fun oh, yeah. to bet. Absolute you get some friends around. Yeah, exactly. You get some, Literally, absolute coin flips. Exactly. You get some friends around and place those wagers, and it's fun to do. But I think what we're going to do is, is talk a little bit more about the specifics of prop betting. And as we said, this will be a bit of a learning journey, a bit of an education process for us. So there's a couple things that I think we, we should touch on when, when we talk about prop betting. And, you know, I hit it off the top. Analytics um, and research are so, so crucial with prop betting. If you're willing to put in the time and the effort, uh, you can be really, really successful and make some decent coin prop betting. For sure. Um, one, of, one of the sites that, that we're using uh, this week in particular to gather a lot of our stats information is a football database. 
I highly, highly recommend you guys check it out. What do you think about it? It's pretty good, eh? So, first of all, thanks to the temp. Like, I'm going to live off this site now. <laughs> Did not know this thing existed. I'm like, I, I'm struggling going through, like, my Yahoo, my, my, <laughs> my Flea Flicker, looking up guys' stats, going to different tabs with different games. This place has everything in one spot. Love it. Yeah, it, it is great. I was pretty excited when I came across it as well. Highly, highly recommend it um, as a great place just to accumulate all your sort of stats information. You could filter by player, by team. Lots and lots of great information there. So a great, great tool from a research perspective, uh, which as we said is crucial. And when you consider like some of the the real like hard, true uh, professional sports betters, these guys are putting in so much time and effort on the research. These guys are building out their own models in terms of certain plays and things that are happening throughout the game that they're modeling or tracking throughout the course of a season and historicals, and that's how they're placing bets. That that there's a huge gap between the the pro sports better and sort of the casual better that just wants to have some fun bet on props, but also put in a little bit of time and effort on the research, kind of like we we've, we've done. We're certainly not mathematicians. Sure. We're not building our own models by any means, <laughs> but certainly you need to do a little bit of research here, and, and we've done that today. And I think we're going to dive into a couple of our own picks as well, and sort of give you the rationale on how we got there and, and what we what we um, what we think uh, makes sense for this week. And then I think the only other thing that, that we talked about was soft odds. And I think a lot of that stems from the oh, fact that the, the books really, really focus on the, 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 key, like the key bets, the, the spreads. spreads the, the spreads off. move, right? Yeah. yeah. You see the spreads up and down, up and down, up and down. But you don't see the same kind of movement on these in-game. Like, that's a lot. I mean, it's probably just an algorithm set up right? anyway, but yeah. it's, it's not a lot. You don't see it. Not on the props. It's almost like the, the book sort of, it's it's almost like a bit of a set it and forget it mentality. Yeah. So it's one of the things we talked about off the top is having multiple sports books to reference. And you can shop around and find soft odds here and there. Uh, that could be extremely beneficial for you as you're looking at um, sort of placing these props and figuring out which book you're going to put it on. But highly recommend that you, you look around, shop around, because uh, the, the prop prop bets tend to get a little bit neglected from the books for sure. just in terms of all the focuses but where a lot of the action is going on the spreads the money lines the overs the unders things like that yeah the, the disparity the the extra yards you get yeah it's it's significant yeah yeah and i i, I got a perfect example of it this week yeah. that we'll touch on when we when we jump into it but um so those are just some of the key points i think obviously uh research is super crucial highly recommend you guys check out the, the football database great um, site yeah great, great site, site. Uh, this week, we're gonna we're gonna jump into sports interaction again um, yep. on, uh, on on placing our wagers here. I think we, we used it last week as well when we talked about dogs. Really like this site. It's a little bit different when you're looking at props. I think it's a little. It's not quite as intuitive. Uh, yeah, you gotta do yeah. a little bit of scroll in there. It's um, funny as it it feels like it's almost maxed out. Like they only let us do in game like yardage type bets for it has about six games that we could reach. Like they have 160 yeah. bets that are possible there, and that was that was really it. So yeah, uh, obviously there's a ton of these type of bets you can do. Uh, yeah, it, and I know there. there's other books too. Like I've looked at I've looked at Bodog where you can it's it's got like a prop builder feature yeah. into it, so you can look and kind of build your own props and what it looks like. So some are a little bit more intuitive than others. Um, but certainly, obviously, you know, we're big fans of sports interaction. We like using this site, so we're going to use it, uh, use it again. So, um, do we want to jump into it? I think let's uh, do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's talk about a couple. Yeah. Uh, and I think 
you can go so many different ways. It, um, yeah. So I think this week we chose to focus on. Yeah, we well, I think we each have a we, we're focusing on one we think is going to be a good over, one that thinks is going to be a good under, right? So yeah, you know, for for me when we're looking at the overs. Uh, I'm targeting James Robinson this week. Love this guy. Uh, half of my fantasy league. I actually had Armstead uh, my original draft. He had COVID. This guy's got the rock. He's getting 80, 80 sometimes 90% of the touches. Love this guy this week. He's playing the Lions. He needs 75 yards. So if he yeah. gets, you know, he goes over 75 yards, I'm good. Uh, the Lions themselves, if you look, they're the worst rushing D in the entire league. They give up the most yards. Uh, if I looked just even last week alone, you know, um, David Montgomery uh, on the on the Bears, thirteen yeah. carries, sixty four yards. That guy's getting fifty percent of the touches. Like uh, if you looked at fifty percent of the rushing yards, he's getting. Yeah. Uh, if he's dropping sixty four, James Robinson getting thirteen touches, he's going to have at least eighteen, nineteen touches. I believe in this game, he should have no problem hitting seventy five yards. Uh, no question at all there. Yeah, you know what, I, I like this one. I looked at this one too, really, really closely. And I think a lot of the strategy here for, for us when we were looking at it, for me in particular, when we, I, I started looking at um, Russian props in particular and where I thought running backs could take advantage of some potentially soft um, Russian defenses. So I, kind of, I really honed in on that one too, James Robinson. I, I really, really like that pick. I would jump on that one with you as well. Uh, I think there's lots, lots of potential there. That that Lions defense um, is uh, is not very strong in the rush, so uh, I would back you on that one. For me in particular, I, I took a very similar approach, um, and I'm looking at uh, Derrick Henry, uh, Houston Texans. Uh, sorry, Tennessee playing the Houston Texans. Uh, so I've got Henry on the uh, the over, and this is kind of one of those disparities we talked about, right? So on sports interactions. Uh, the over-unders uh, 103.5 mm-hmm. uh, and on Bodog it was 105.5 so you're gaining a couple of extra yards but hey we'll take it. it we'll you take, gotta it, right? take it and why not it, that could pay out in the long oh, run that's we want could you imagine <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, I, I am taking the over here Derek Henry similar to what you were talking about Houston Texans the second worst um, rush defense in the league just not very strong and then when you look at Derek Henry you know, it, it, he's got two games um, with um, over 100 yards rushing, one against Denver, one against Minnesota. He was a little bit soft against Jacksonville with 84 and then 57 rushing yards against Buffalo. But I think with the number of touches he's getting, he's their number one guy. Uh, he's he, In Buffalo, he had the least number of touches with 19. So I, I think that he can take advantage of that, that Houston Texans um, uh, defense. And I see him uh, see him over one hundred three and a half. So uh, I'm I'm all over Henry on on that one for similar reasons as you took James Robinson. So um, didn't didn't go crazy in, into the stats, but I think just a good example of where we did a little bit of research, understood the defense, the rush, understood historicals, the games that they have played so far this year, uh, just to sort of back that up and make you a little bit more comfortable about putting the money down on that prop. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Love the bet. Love the bet. He owns them. He owns that team, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen too many highlights where he just gets just absolutely steamrolling. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next one that we were looking at here, uh, I think we both took quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, On the unders? Uh, yeah. Do you want to start yeah. with yours? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking here at uh, division rival uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number is 275. That's what he's got to throw. 
Uh, I'm looking at sort of what Ben's done this year so far. He hasn't thrown over 240 yards in three games so far. Uh, <laughs> the Browns have, you know, had a I think a little bit of a weaker schedule. They they do give up a ton of passing yards, um, but I still believe at the heart of everything, these guys are a run first team. So they're to me these are both led by their backs. First and foremost, I think the D is going to hold uh, the Browns in place. So when I'm looking at Ben Roethlisberger, 275, knowing he's he's, he's not the same guy that's going to air it out, uh, I feel really safe about this, taking the under on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's so funny. We've taken very, very similar strategies across both, both of our bets because I've, I've taken a similar approach again um, with mine and, and looking at Kirk Cousins. Um, uh, in in, uh, in Minnesota, they're playing the Falcons uh, this week. Falcons uh, are are um, while, while they're giving up, you know, about 335, averaging about 335 um, passing yards a game. Uh, if I look at sort of what Kirk has done, similar to what he did with Ben, um, he's not thrown for over you know 260 yards uh, in any game. And quite honestly, he, the, the last game that they, he played was against Seattle, who, who was giving up the most passing most, yards yeah. um, in the NFL, and he threw for 249. So he's sitting at right now, it's uh, 287 and a half uh, is the over-under on that. I'm going to take the under. I just don't think they do that. Minnesota is also very much a, uh, a, run, uh, uh, a, a run offense first. For sure. The only thing that puts a bit of a question mark here, outside <laughs> of the fact that Outside of the fact that they are playing Atlanta, Atlanta gives up a ton of passing yards. We know that um, is you know their their lead running back Cook is out, and they've got um, Alexander Madison coming in. Yep. Uh, it'll be his first start. I still like this guy. I, I still think he gets a ton of touches. I don't think they changed the game, the system too much um, for this one. He's motivated too. Yeah, exactly. This is his opportunity. Right? Exactly. So, so everything. And we'll get a good we'll get a good glimpse at it. if he can get off to a hot start early, uh, and he and he um, and he runs the ball well. We'll, we'll be sitting pretty. Um, Atlanta, they don't have the best rush defense, but they're about middle of the pack. So I'm not overly concerned about that. I still think they hand the ball a ton uh, to Madison, and uh, at the end of the day, I just don't see um, Cousins for the first time throwing 287 yards. So so I like that bet too. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Awesome. That's kind of that's kind of where 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 I'm at. So and I and I would agree with you on the pit. Like I think I would I would place all these bets. It's funny what research does. <laughs> it <laughs> really just like if I hadn't found this site, like this would normal Saturday, I would have looked at it and go, ah, sure, Ben's going to throw for three hundred. He can throw for three hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's going to be a shootout. No, no, no. When you do the work, you put it in, mm-hmm. you, you find those little nuggets. I feel much safer right you now with my bet. Uh, now, obviously, it's just one missed tackle away and 90 yards to the house, and I'm, I'm done. So, uh, but, <laughs> but you know what? But, uh, that's, that's, that's the fun, the fun thing. Yeah. That's the fun thing about props, right? Yeah. And it's, I think we talk about it a bit off the top, is it's a different way to watch the game. Because at sure. the end of the day, you're, sure. you're tracking that. You're, you're constantly looking at that individual player's stats. Yeah. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, you don't care what the outcome of the game is. All you care is what that individual yeah. player does. It's a, sort of a different level sure. of watching and viewing the game which makes it so much more fun. 
um, uh, and hopefully it, it pays off uh, in, in the long run. So. That's props. That's it. That's it. That's props. That's that's uh that's props for for this week. We're definitely going to come back on props again. Uh, yeah, I think there's, there's so just many two... places that go. Like, this is just sort of the in-game rushing, but uh, there's a ton out there. We haven't even started talking over under, so uh, yeah, whole different beast there. Yeah, there's a lot of different. There's a lot of different ways you can bet props. Um, you know, there's one in particular that I was looking at, which I I, I kind of. Uh, I, I want to do a little bit more digging around, but it's sort of that that uh, first half margin, uh, win margin. Um, the odds are are, uh, are are interesting there. They catch your eye a little bit, and it's one where so you can look at like so for example, we take this Minnesota and and this um, this Falcons game, and you can choose Minnesota to win the first half by one to three points, by uh, four to six points, by seven to nine points. And you're talking plus 900, plus 900, mm. plus 750, I think, in those. Oh. So it's interesting there because you could start to hedge some bets a little bit. I was thinking if you hit two of the three, right? Uh-huh. You're basically doing the one-third roulette rule, right? It, so it, that it, that that's awesome. exactly what yeah. it is. So that could be a fun one to look at, too. Um, and I, and I, had a, I had a quick peek at it, and I, and I might, um, might might explore that a little bit a little bit more. Uh, For sure. And give that a try one week and... And see if we can't make some some money on that one. So, uh, but yeah, like you said, so many different ways you can go with props. So something we'll dive sure. back into yeah. for sure. Absolutely. That's right. it for this week. That's it. Quick, tight. Yeah, that's it. That's all. Uh, I think uh, we'll we'll come back next week. Um, dive into something different, something new. Uh, could do money line. Could do over unders. Oh, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Under. I can't wait to talk about the double under theory. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Maybe we'll do that next <laughs> do week. It. Double under. Awesome. Hope you guys cool. enjoyed it. Thanks, and uh, we'll see you next week.